Buenos dias! Welcome to another Daily Devotion. I'm your host, once again, El Padre, also known as Pastor Jesse. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, I hope that this week that the videos have been a blessing to you as we've been studying First Peter. Tomorrow we're going to be jumping in with Pastor Dan, uh, doing an introduction to Second Peter. It's going to be good. Uh, I'm so proud of you guys for following each and every day, for reading along when it's hard. <clears throat> I know you guys are busy, and, and man, it blesses my soul. Our, our goal here at, Re at Redeeming Life Fellowship is to grow mature disciples. And, and one of the things that we've recognized that is important in every disciple's maturing process, the growth process is studying the word. And so we've seen here, even in this last week, where uh, we've talked about how um, desiring uh, the word of God can, can produce growth in our salvation. And so we want to make sure that we're all growing. Uh, and one of the ways we do that is by studying the Word of God. So today, let's jump in. We are in 1 Peter chapter 5. Today I'm going to give you five tips uh, to not get devoured. It's really too bad that um, I didn't do like an alliteration or something where it's like five D words that help you will help you not be devoured. I don't know. Anyway, I'm just giving you five tips. I think of them like rib tips uh, because rib tips are tasty and we all want those. Um, <clears throat> so here we go. We're going to jump right in. I, I'm going to start off with this verse. Uh, and it says this, verse 8. He says, be sober-minded, be alert. Your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for anyone he can devour. Now, I <clears throat> happened today, I happened to find a love llama. It's a little love llama. He's uh, got lots of love. He's a little love llama. And he is, uh, you know, he, he's just out there. Loving on life. Loving on people. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> this is stupid. Uh, and, and he's all by himself. I couldn't find a lion. Um, so <clears throat> what I have instead is a shark, uh, which does very much the same thing as a lion does, but just in the water. Uh, and so pretend this is a lion, a lion shark, maybe, uh, you know, and he sees the lovely llama and the lovely llama is, he's he's not he's not gonna make it uh the shark is is shark attack ah, he got him shark crazy sharks i'm gonna before we get into our five tips uh for things uh to to weigh not to be devoured we're gonna look at four different things that uh all predators do actually uh but specifically lions do as a way to uh to, to get to their prey. Uh, so if we can look at the characteristics of a lion, <laughs> if we can see how it is that he uh, is able to get his prey, it will kind of help us as we take these tips then, it'll help us as we look at that and go, oh, like, that is how 
uh, were getting picked off. So here we go. Uh, first things first, in the red is going to be the characteristics of lions looking for their prey. Uh, so first things that they do is they stalk their prey. A lion is learning every little move. They're, they're not in a hurry. Uh, he, he's not just like pounce as soon as he sees you, right? Like, cause then he's not gonna get any food. Uh, but what he does is he, he, he waits. He's not in a rush. And some of us don't recognize the reality that the devil is stalking us. Uh, that he's got his minions watching our every move. They don't have to interfere in every little thing. They don't have to do that. They don't even have to bother with you. Because uh, most of the time your flesh gets in the way and you just do whatever you want anyway. Uh, he doesn't even have to tempt you. And But what he does is he, 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 he waits until... Something crazy happens, uh, and so he's stalking you. He's waiting for the moment to attack. When you're at church, raising your arms, praising the Lord, that's not when he's going to attack you. He's going to wait until you're all by yourself, when you're at home, when it's just you and the TV and nobody else, and he's going to, he's going to like, that's when he's going to pounce. That's when he's, he's going to, he's going to attack. So number two, one of the things that lions will do is they use panic. Uh, you may not know this, but, but actually lions hunt in groups. And so what they'll do is they, they're trying to get these animals that are oftentimes incredibly much faster than they are, uh, that are bigger than they are, and they will try to get them to be all by themselves, and they will use panic by pouncing all of a sudden, and they will use panic as a way to create this massive diversion. And, and they'll, like the sick ones will get trampled, uh, the slow ones will get trampled because everybody just jumps up and runs away. So they try to instill panic. The devil also will try to instill panic into the people of God so that he can pick us off. And so, <clears throat> For us, one of the best ways, I believe, to, to recognize whether or not you're vulnerable to, to being picked off is by noticing, uh, are you at peace? Is your heart at peace? Uh, you know, do things like the elections scare you to death? Uh, do things like COVID uh, scare you to death to where you, you, you can't function well? Uh, you are so full of fear that the devil is able, he's sitting over here going, ha, 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 I got them to panic. And now you've been run over, you've been wounded, you've been hurt by other Christians because they didn't wear a mask and you wanted them to or whatever. <coughs> and so this is what he does is he, he stalks them, he creates panic. And then number three, he goes for the weaker one. The weak and the slow. Usually the reason they're slow is because they're unhealthy. Uh, and so we as Christians, something to keep in mind is that we too, we need to be healthy. Uh, because when we're un unhealthy, our mind is unhealthy. Uh, when our mind is unhealthy, we start making stupid choices. And we, we just become an easy target for, for the lion to attack. Uh, and so uh, weak and slow. And so then... 
Uh, you know, like this, this could be weak and slow. Doesn't just have to mean like they're just not strong. This could be kids, like little kids, people who are spiritual a spiritually infants or spiritually children. Uh, but then also this could be people who are sick. Like, cause when you're sick, you just don't make good choices. Uh, you can't keep up. You, you're physically unable to. And so, uh, number four, finally, the last thing you'll do is cause you to isolate. You know, I, I, I talk to a lot of Christians all the time. And one of the things that we, we talk about how, uh, especially when people are dealing with depression, is they will isolate themselves. Well, why do they do that? They think that what they're doing is, oh, I just need to get away. I need to get my mind clear. No, uh, when you're going through a trial, when you're going through a hard time, the first thing you need to do is get into the group. Why? Because safety is in the group. Uh, the, the devil, is, is, he's trying to get you isolated. He's trying to get you to go off to your apartment, to be there all by yourself, to not communicate with any friends, because he knows that once he can get you alone, he can take he can take you out. He can devour you. Uh, in fact, most of the time, suicide attempts are are um, not followed through with is because they got they got brought into the group and the group loved on them and they nurtured them and they protected them. They saw that lion out there and they're like, no, together we're gonna we're gonna fight him off. He can't he can't take us all. Uh, and so when we are alone, we are far more susceptible to the attack of the enemy, to the attack of the devil. Uh, keeping in mind that the devil, he's, he's sneaky. He's, he's stalking you. He, he's trying to get you away from the group. He's trying to isolate you. He, he's trying to get you to a place to where you're weak. Oh, you haven't been feeding yourself spiritually. Oh, you haven't been doing the daily devotions. Oh, you know, you, you haven't been going to church and hanging out with the people like you need to be. <coughs> Why? Oh, it's okay. We'll just pretend like it's no big deal. You're just too busy. You're just like, you know, you still love Jesus, but you're drifting. And so then he pounces on you and he can take you out. Uh, and so here we go. This is... Peter's response, this is how you combat uh, this. Instead of getting devoured, this is what we want you to do. His first piece of advice is this. It starts in verse 6. Number 1, humble yourself. He says this, Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you at the proper time. Uh, when we are Christians who are humble, when we are people that are humble, it is so much harder for us to, to get picked off by the devil. Uh, why? Because we don't take pride in, in ourselves. We're not taking pride in the things, uh, in our material possessions. Um, we recognize, look, I have a, a need for the people around us. I have a need to, to serve and to be served. I, I, I recognize that, uh, that I, I've been a, a, a giver, a, a recipient of grace, and so therefore I want to gather with the people of God. <coughs> he says, humble yourself under God's hand. Now, I, I do think that this is interesting because this is almost like a picture of uh, like submitting yourself under God. Uh, and so sometimes like uh, we, we, just, we just don't want to submit. Uh, but he's saying, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you at the proper time. 
there is a time coming when your exaltation will be there. Uh, now is not it. It will come. When he returns, he's going to exalt you. Uh, okay, so number two, casting your cares on him. Humble yourself and cast your cares on Jesus. One of the reasons why humbling yourself is so important is because it allows you to get to a place to where you can say, Jesus, I, I just need you to examine my life. Look at the sin inside of me. Get rid of it. Take it out. And so when you're doing that, you're able to put yourself into a position where, you know what? You can cast your cares on Jesus. You say, look, Jesus, I'm, I'm concerned about paying my bills right now. And I can just throw that on you. Jesus, I'm, I'm concerned because right now I don't know if, if my spouse is going to stay with me. So I throw that on you. Lord, right now I don't even know if, I can, if I'm going to have a job tomorrow. So I, I cast that on you. Why? Because I'm humble enough to recognize I can't carry it. Uh, I need Jesus to carry it for me. And so I, I cast that stuff on you. Jesus, I don't know how in the world my, my kids are going to survive to be 18 and get out on their own. I, I put that out on you. And so here he says, cast your cares on to Jesus. And then he tells you why you should do it. And it's because he cares about you. He cares for you. And so then number three, <coughs> he tells us to this. Be sober-minded and alert. Uh, the reason that these are important uh, is this. <clears throat> when you're sober-minded and when you're alert, you're able to see what's stalking you. You can see the movement of the enemy because you're alert. You're paying attention. Your eyes are up. Your, your ears are up. You're listening. You're able to hear. Here's the thing. This is one of the reasons why substance abuse, uh, why I think doing any kind of, of anything that would inhibit, even if it's caffeine, if it, any kind of drug, any kind of anything, uh, alcohol or otherwise, that would prohibit you from being able to be sober-minded, in my opinion, is a bad thing. Why? Because of this right here. That when you're on drugs and you're in trippy-trippy-dippy land, uh, the devil can just walk right in and do whatever the heck he wants with you. Uh, when you <laughs> are putting yourself in a position to where you're not able to be fully alert, you're going to get picked off. Why? Because you're the sick, slow one. And so we need to recognize that there are here are, are clear instructions. One of the ways that you can strengthen yourself so that you're not the weak one is by casting your cares on Jesus. Because what you don't even realize is that when you do that, you're taking pressure off yourself so that you can be stronger. Uh, and so Jesus is saying, just give it all to me. I care about you. Let me take it. And I will strengthen you at the same exact time. Finally, he tells us this in verse 9. He says, resist him, firm in the faith, knowing that the same kind of sufferings are experienced by your fellow believers throughout the world. So number five, resistance stand. I guess in theory we could have made this a sixth thing. Um, <clears throat> but basically he's saying this, resist the devil. Uh, this is the second time in the last uh, two weeks where we've heard this, this phrase. And, and James, uh, we hear that as well. Resist him and stand firm in the faith. You have to be standing firm in the faith. The reason why sometimes animals 
uh, get caught is because the where they're standing is muddy and, and it catches their feet or maybe where they're standing it is you know maybe there's big rocks in the way and it, it just stops them from being able to get away as fast as they could and so your feet your feet have to be firm you have to have a good solid foundation and our foundation our firmness that we're coming from is our faith in Jesus and so we need to resist the devil we need to resist him we need to get just right up and say we rebuke you in the name of Jesus and he's got to go he doesn't get to just sit there and, and pray on you anymore he's got to move on now granted he's going to come back because he's not stupid uh, but when we get together with other believers when we get together and we are sober-minded and we are alert, we've, we've put everything we have on Jesus, we, we've allowed ourselves to become stronger because we've humbled ourselves, uh, what we have the ability to do then is stand in our faith and fight, uh, resist the devil by saying we rebuke you in Jesus' name. So today, here is five, technically six, tips to not get devoured. Uh, and so there you go. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to our channel. Uh, click the little bell and you can be notified whenever a new video comes out. Share our videos if you're enjoying them with your friends and family, people that you hate. And uh, that, that, I don't know. Is there anything more? I don't know. All right. Peace out.